0: Everybody. Hello. Welcome to Historia. I'm Kylie. I'm Jamie. I feel like we forget to say our name sometimes, but maybe Always. not. Always. <laughs> but we didn't forget this time. So, hey. We are trying to um get our dogs in order. It's impossible. Yeah. So this is like, we're restarting. Re- restarting. Yeah. So um yeah, we're we're trying to not keep all the barks in here and hopefully you guys can hear them less.
1: Yeah. And then we just spent the last like 10 minutes trying to search for a bone that my dog hid and I Mm -hmm. have
0: no idea where it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm also trying to fix the buzzing sound. If you hear a buzzing sound, I'm trying. Just know that. But yeah. New computer soon, so hopefully that will help. But, so, here
1: we are talking about another topic
0: today. Yes. Exciting. This one is one of my favorites just because it's very interesting. Yes, I'm super excited. If I say the word basically, Jamie's gonna let me know, because I say it a lot. Basically. And Jamie says iconic a lot. <laughs> so we're gonna like, we're gonna make sure, you know, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I say it,
1: because I can't think of another word. I
0: know, it's so weird. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but anyway, bear with us. Um, it's gonna be a fun one today. I'm super excited. Yes. I've been to this place. We're taking it back. Yes. Oh, we're going way back. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been, like, you know, chilling in, well, I guess not mythology, but, like, we've been chilling, you know, in the 1900s. We're going back. Way back. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we'll be talking about Pompeii! Bum, 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 the eruption at Mount Vesuvius.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Exciting. I have always been so interested in Pompeii. I've I've been wanting to go here. When you were going there, I was so jealous.
0: Yeah, it was it was really cool because I didn't know much about it before I went, and then when I got there and like our tour guide told us everything, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" I have a picture with our tour guide. He's pretty <laughs> fantastic. Um, was he Italian? Oh yeah. Ooh. So it's been four years since I've been there, and I'm like oh trying to remember things. But I'll talk a little bit about, like, what I remember. Mm So. Uh, So let's get started with today's. What do you have for me? (sighs) What will you be discussing? Lordy, I'm going to be talking about the um, history of Pompeii and the culture. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, like, how Pompeii was formed, I guess, and, like, who was living there at what times. Um, And then I'll talk about the culture. And there's a lot of very interesting things. So. Oh, yeah, it is an extravagant place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then Jamie will be talking about the actual eruption. So I'm going to try to get through our history so we can jump into the story that we've all been waiting for. That we all know. Yes. Well, most of us. And if you don't, now you will. (laughs) You're welcome. We're educating you. (laughs) Education. (laughs) You have no say in it. (laughs) All right. We are going to take it back. Um, two, talking about the history of Pompeii. Mm. Um, now, we know the eruption happened in 79 AD, mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk about what happened before that. All right, so, Pompeii is located, um, in Italy. Um, it is right next to Naples, Italy. I forgot, I think it's like 17 miles away, so it's pretty close. Um, and then it's on the southeastern base of Mount Vesuvius. Mm. All right. Now, um, Pompeii was built on a spur formed by a prehistoric lava flow to the north of the mouth of the Sarnas, um, river. So the Sarnus river, which now is called the Sarno river. Why did the they name change change? It? I don't know. Um, it just says modern day Sarno river. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it was built, um, basically on lava. No way. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> All right. Fun time. um, you, I don't know what number you got, but I, I found that it had between 10,000 and 20,000 inhabitants at the got, time of the I got 20,000. Okay. So, they, by what they found, it had something similar to that um, 20,000.
1: It's really hard to um, tell because it, it was so long ago. Yeah. That, like, getting exact documentation is really hard.
0: Yep. Definitely.
1: So, everything's
0: estimate. Yeah. So... Um, the, the language that they had before, um, Pompeii and there were a lot of other nearby towns that were um, similar mm-hmm. to Pompeii, they were first settled by the Oscan speaking descendants of the Neolithic inhabitants of Campania. Campania? I don't know. I think that's right. <laughs> um, so it started with the Oscan language, which I'm not very familiar with. I've never heard of that but before. <laughs> Um that's what was happening. But then dun 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 Pompeii soon came under influence um of the cultured Greeks. So the cultured Greeks started coming there and they had settled across the bay in 8th century BCE. Um, so now we have the Greeks that are starting to settle. Um and then the Etruscans came in the 7th century. And they were basically uh, challenged the influence that the Greeks had. So mm. we kind of have this like battle here. Yeah. Um, the Etruscans were now um, the stronger influence, and they remained a strong influence until their sea power was destroyed by King Huron of uh, Syracuse in a naval battle in 474 BCE. So there's kind of a lot of drama going on there.
1: There's so much drama yeah. on that side of the world. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. There's war every single year. I don't think there's
0: ever been a time of peace
1: in that hurt. area.
0: You okay? I got vaccinated, my yes. arm's hurting. It's okay. <laughs> Hopefully no magnets are sticking to me anymore, but that's besides <laughs> oh my <one>. god. Um <laughs> yeah, so then there was another period of Greek influence that followed after that. So we kind of have this like Greek influence um, that's still happening. And then at the end of the 5th century is when an Italian tribe Started coming by, mm. um, and then the Samnites conquered Campania, Pompeii, Herculaneum. I can Heraculaneum. never say Herculaneum.
1: Herculaneum.
0: That's, that's a big word. Yeah. And Stabiae. Stabiae. I was trying to figure that out too. There's another town. Yeah, um, it. I have it. <laughs> Oplontis. Yeah. <laughs> and they became the Samnite towns. That's basically what they were known for. You
1: know, I have to be honest. For the longest time before that I knew that, uh, that Pompeii was Italian, mm-hmm. I always thought it was Greek.
0: Yeah, it has so. Greek influence on it. That's exactly. probably why. and that's mm-hmm. why
1: I thought, because a lot of, like, the art and yeah. whatnot, b- because you know that, like. Because Greeks were settled there. It, exactly, so. so that's what I thought for the longest time, and then I finally realized Pompeii is in Italy, and I was like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the song?
1: If you close your eyes. <laughs> was that called Pompeii? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. That was,
0: um, who who are they called? The Steel or something like that. Bastille. Was it Bastille? Yeah. Look I it up. It we can't play Rangers. it because copyright issues. They're Matthew similar Dragons. to Mountain Dragons, but no, it was Bastille. Because when I was searching Pompeii videos, His it came, came up. up. <laughs> that was the first one. I said, oh wow. <laughs> that's the first video. Anyway. Yeah, there's a song called Pompeii. There's also a movie. The movie's not accurate. Do not watch it.
1: Well, that's because it's just dramatization. Yeah, it doesn't, it's Hollywood. Isn't Cersei in it? The lady who plays Cersei. I know she's in 300. I don't know. But I thought she was in Pompeii as well.
0: Probably. I I don't know. I watched it a while ago.
1: Like, Like right after I
0: went to Pompeii, and I was like, okay. When it comes to, like, if you're just there to, like, have a good time, it's not, like, the worst. Yeah, true. You can't take those things too seriously, I guess. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Anyway, let's get back to this. So then in 310 BCE... Um, there is another Samnite war. Um, the Roman fleet landed on the Samus port of Pompeii. Mm. They had an attack, but it was unsuccessful. And it was, um, on the neighboring city, New Syria, I think is what it's called. So that's where the attack took place. Yeah. Again, it was unsuccessful. So the Samnites, lots of wars going on here, as we mentioned. Um, but after the wars, Campania became a part of Roman Confederation, And then the cities became allies of Rome. So all of them are kind of coming together with Rome, basically. Yeah. Um, But they were not completely Romanized. I like that word. It's kind of fun. Until the Social War, which was 90 to 89 BC. It feels so weird saying these years. Yeah. Like, it's so long ago. Um, And after that war, Pompeii, along with all of Italy, um, that was south of the Po River. Yeah. So every part of Italy that was south of that river... They received Roman citizenship. Mm. So lots of history. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of facts, but it's just kind of interesting. If you know, if you look at the history
1: of Rome, oh my God, there's so much war. Yeah, there's a lot. It's ridiculous. Like you can't cover it in one sitting. Yeah, there's just too much. Unless like you just briefly talk about it. There's no way. It's just, uh-huh. it's way really too
0: big. I was only in Rome, Rome for one day, and I want to see it, more of it, because it's just so fascinating. But it's not romantic. It's not like what you see in the movies. Just keep that in mind. Oh, God, no. No. Go like, the Amalfi Coast if you want something more romantic in Italy, but don't go to Rome.
1: No, I think if you're looking for a romance, maybe, um, Santorini.
0: Yeah, that one's nice. The Amalfi Coast was beautiful. Yeah. Because there's a lot of islands there, but... Anyway, getting off track.
1: Go to Italy, it's really
0: pretty. All right. Um, get cultured. <laughs> get cultured, come on. So because Pompeii took part in that war, um, the social war, yeah, they had punishment for their part in the war. So there was a colony of Roman veterans that established um, into Pompeii under Publius Sulla, who was the nephew of the Roman general. Wow. Um, and then we had Oscan as the main language. I'm probably saying all these words wrong. I'm sorry. Um, so now their language is Latin. So Latin starting to replace the Oscan language as the oh, official language. No. And the city has become Romanized. All right. So I'm going to dive into the culture now. Just talking about mm. um, and what life was like back then. So let's talk about it. Let's... Now, just like with a lot of cultures, they were kind of split into two groups. So we have more of our rich... Um, people who lived in luxury, which luxury back then was, it's kind of funny. I'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, keep in mind, we did have the group of rich people, which again, I'll talk about a little bit more later. We also had the poor, um, and a lot of slaves that lived lives of treachery. So yes, not a fun time Mm. for them. (laughs) Um, oh my God. (sighs) All right. Sorry. I just like died for a second. Um, the rich Romans... Actually, used to come from the capital to go to Pompeii on holidays. Oh, okay. It was a popular place to gamble, mm-hmm. have fun, have sex. What does that remind you of? Is it
1: Vegas.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I a modern day Las Vegas. <laughs> mark. It feels a lot like how Las Vegas is Vegas is today. Um, so, which is kind of funny. Wasn't there a lot of brothels there? Yeah. Which we'll talk about as well, Egg. but I have a whole thing about, like, the, the sex, because, you know, that's what it's known for. <laughs> um, there were ordinary people, because of the um, rich Romans who would come and visit, mm-hmm. it was like their ordinary people would sometimes live with these rich Romans. So It was kind of like they were mixing their cultures a lot of the time, or just mixing, um, like, the really rich and the poor. Or, like, not poor, but, like, the ordinary, like, yeah. middle class um, so they would live right next to the rich a lot of times. Oh, so it was kind of like um, inner Yeah, housing. like you didn't really see the difference. They weren't like in different areas so much as it was yeah. like they could have lived right near each other. Mm-hmm. So um, there was, just to talk a little bit about what was there, we had a forum on one end. We had an amphitheater at the other end. We had a training ground for gladiators, mm. market, temples, baths and even a brothel. Um, there's only one that they've really been able to see that is still up, but there was probably more than one. Oh, for sure. Cause it yeah. was a pretty big area. Yeah. And a lot of it got destroyed. Um, there were like thousands of people packed into less than one square mile. So it was just, it's not like a super huge area. There's just a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of architecture and like even visiting. I was like, how did that many people live here? That's insane. So, a lot of people in one small area. It's like living in New York City, Mm -hmm. but smaller,
1: I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. Um, It was partly underground, Mm -hmm. but it also had road access nearby, so that's why a lot of people went there to travel. Um, As I mentioned, they're kind of divided into two groups. Mm -hmm. So, we have one side that kind of carries the money and jewels, um, which is interesting because a lot of their bodies like were green because of the acid from the jewelry that like soaked into them. Oh my god. Um, so that's how they knew a lot of them were rich is by like seeing the color that their skeleton turned into. Ooh. And they keep those ones in boxes. But I they still have a lot of the old jewelry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there were others who were found with nothing on them. So oh. they kinda knew that those ones were probably more poor because a lot of the rich would take their jewels. Mm-hmm. And try to run away with them. That's their most prized
1: possession. Yeah.
0: So that's how they've determined that there's two classes basically. Yeah. And obviously most cultures, that that's usually how it goes.
1: Well also I just wanna put in too that um looking at the houses you can decipher between like all of the artifacts that Mm -hmm. can withstand that heat. Yep. And
0: even food. That was covered. Um yeah, and there's they still were able to uncover a lot of jewelry. So yeah. Can still see some of their old jewelry which is really fascinating well it's like gold and silver still and mm-hmm. that like can really
1: stand up to yeah date. yeah so they have a lot
0: of jewelry still in museums mm-hmm. um nearby which is really cool mm. okay so we're going back really far right whoa that being said we don't have electricity nope so people lived according to the rhythms of the sun like literally like we're like okay the sun's up we're up um, meaning they got up very, very early to start work. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk about a day in the life there. Yeah. Because I thought that was fascinating. So I found a lot of information on like a typical day. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that because it really like gives us a look into their culture. Um, so in the morning, again, they are waking up very, very early, mm-hmm. right when the sun's up, maybe even before the sun's up. Yeah. Um, only a few of the houses had water, so most had to take water at public fountains, so they usually went there first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. which is, like, that's a lot of people first thing in the morning trying to get water.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> um, but they, like, really treasured water. They saw the importance of it, um, and they knew that they couldn't really use a lot of it, so they were good at, like, sparing it. Um, they're also
1: by an ocean.
0: Yeah, exactly. So sometimes they'd even um, use say, take some time in the morning to wash themselves with the water, uh, but it was mostly for personal care for drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then the Romans went to the thermal baths in the morning, usually. Ah. That was like their time to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had their own little time. And then it was breakfast. So, breakfast usually consisted of bread and cheese. Sometimes there was a vegetable. And sometimes there was a leftover. Like anything they had leftover. That is so... That's normal. Yeah. But it's so weird, like, having bread and cheese in the morning. Yeah. Like, I would never think, like, I'm to have some cheese. But, like, I pantry. guess breakfast sandwich, it's there's different cheese. Cultures. Yeah. Um Yeah. Then we had, like, barber's shops that opened at sunrise. And many people went there just to chill and relax. So this was, like, before work. I'm talking, like, this was before 5 in the morning. They're, like, hey, ha- they already had, they already went to get water for the day. They already um, had breakfast. And now they're just chilling before work.
1: <laughs> what time do they go to
0: bed? When it gets dark. They go to bed really early. 6 p.m. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so everybody went to work around 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So this was noble merchants. We had slaves, people that worked in shops. Most people worked in the market, so that was where a lot of people were going. Yeah. And, then, of course, we had the farmers in the fields. So everybody's now going to work. They work for a couple hours. Um, and then at 8 a.m. to, like, 9 a.m., the streets are crowded, so this is where, like, people are going to the market. Um, again, the mm. market's, like, the hot spot. We have a lot of selling and buying going on. It just sounds like utter uh, chaos, but... Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, and then everybody's also, like, this is the time where they're all walking in the forum and, like, gossiping, like, oh my gosh, did you see what he just did? Did you see what Brad did last <laughs> Brad? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, and, yeah, so they were, like, this is where they kind of shared any news that was going on. Ooh. A lot of affairs. scandalous, but, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got a brothel. <laughs> exactly, um, and then it, when it hits about twelve p.m. to one p.m., this is their relaxation time. Mm. And I actually saw this when I went to Italy. They like give you four hours of the day to like spend with family. Like, whereas in America we work so much, they haven't like their entire lunchtime is a few hours that what? they're nobody's supposed to work. Like they like close businesses so that they'll spend time with their family. What? Yeah. So that's a difference, but anyway, this was way back when, but they did have a relaxation time, so this is when people went, to... I love that it's called a relaxation time, but a lot of them relaxed by going to the amphitheater to watch Gladiators. Wow. So relaxing. Um, which was a very violent show. Well, they were violent people. They were just cheering them on. Yeah. I don't know if it would work in today's culture. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Freaking <Humble> games <laughs> on steroids. The, the hype that these fights had, or the show had, I guess, um, was, like, kind of how football is today in America, like, where we just, yeah. like, love football, and the fans fight over, like, my team lost, or whatever. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> it's like, the hype of, like, the Super Bowl. But it was every yeah. day. It was, like, the gladiators fighting. Um A little bit more violent, obviously.
1: Well, didn't they use slaves?
0: (laughs) Yeah. They would use slaves sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty interesting. I actually, I saw the amphitheater when I was there. It's not as big as I was expecting, so. Well, because
1: you're probably thinking of, like, the Coliseum size compared. Yeah, maybe.
0: It was, yeah, because I was like, this, they were like, this is the main amphitheater. And I'm like, this is not very big, but okay. (laughs) Um, I'm glad they could fight here. That's great. Um, So, just like with football, again, there's fights between fans. There was once a terrible fight between fans from Pompeii and fans from you know, Sarah that actually provoked deaths. So wow. there were a lot of people that were killed. Fans, so they weren't even fighting; they were just very passionate about their town. No kidding. Um, due to that instance, the gladiators were prohibited for several years. <laughs> they came back, but that was kind of when they were like, "Let's take a break." Yeah, people are killing each other, so you know it might be good to just chill. Yeah. And then they'd have lunch, mm-hmm. so this would be like bread, cake, fish, fruits, etc. Fish. Oh yeah, salty fish.
1: Oh yeah, because they don't have seasoning Mm-hmm. or like good seasoning. Like straight out of the ocean fish. Well, I mean, I guess that's seasoning. Yeah,
0: salt, salt, it's salted. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was their relaxation time. So if they weren't um, watching the gladiators, they were probably just hanging out in the forum. Um, maybe doing more gossip, but usually most people would go to these shows, That's what they call them. It's so their entertainment. When
1: have time to, like, be scandalous to, to have
0: gossip? <laughs> I mean, going to bed <laughs> <at six laughs> yeah, maybe during that time. I don't know. Um, He's like, he stayed up, Brad stayed up. Brad <laughs> <past eight." laughs> Just Brad. Brad is in this time period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> around one thirty to 2.30 is when they would have their thermal baths, um, so... They were very cheap, and slaves could use them as well. This was the best way to wash themselves. Mm-hmm. They also had fun. It was one of their ways of entertainment. So it was, like, swimming. Yeah. I just imagined them, like, whee! <laughs> <laughs> splash, splash! <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much to entertain them. No. Um, and this was, of course, their time to relax as well, and I'm guessing this is when a lot of the naughty stuff happened. So, cool. um, so this was, like, their their time to... Get all that taken care of. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny. One thirty to 2.30 in the afternoon. That's when I'm most tired. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to talk about life expectancy, which is kind of interesting. But Probably during the that. Roman age, um, during this time period, they only lived to be about 35 years old. Not shocking. Which is actually more than the previous age as well as the following period. Mm-hmm. So it was actually pretty high for that time well that's because the plague was coming around yeah um and they were they actually figured out that because they focused heavily on like taking baths every day yeah that that's a reason why they lived longer because we've we found that you know one of the most important discoveries for human health is hygiene yeah so that's one of the reasons why they think they were able to live a little bit longer
1: exactly because during like the plague era like when that was going on They literally did not give two shits about water. Like, there was a dead body in the water. And they're (laughs)
0: like, well, there's drinking water. (laughs) I can't wait to try that. It's like, now you wonder why they died. (laughs) All right. Um, And then they would also use these baths as a time to talk business. Of course. Politics. um, And exercise. So, again, swim. Swim. I guess. So Brad's using <laughs> Brad's the like butterfly this. stroke. Brad's just in there. <laughs> Doggy paddle. As <laughs> it's like, oh, check okay. out these sick moves. They're all just naked. like <laughs> No swimsuits. They're just all enjoying each other. Okay. <laughs> enjoying each other. So that went on for a while. Again, they took their baths seriously. You gotta stay clean. You gotta stay clean. Around three forty five to four twenty in the afternoon, right before sunset, it's mm-hmm. dinner time. Remember they have to go to bed early. <laughs> For dinner they would eat usually olives and eggs, which sounds gross together.
1: Well it was. it's not even black olives, it's like black well, olives. Yeah. Like straight from the tree. <laughs> tree? Yeah. Yeah. They grow on trees. <sighs> um and then I was just like uh,
0: the tree like I know they grew from the ground but like uh, olive tree yeah that makes sense I'm gonna crop that out nobody has to know oh my god you have to leave it (laughs) fine okay um there's olive trees guys I learned something (laughs) new. also they would the rich would have meat so I just imagine like Brad's over there like look at my mate you get nothing my lamb is so tasty you guys eat your olives and eggs so there was sometimes gambling going on, like I mentioned. Um, but for the most part, the nighttime was kind of dead. Um, so because there wasn't a lot of entertainment and the streets weren't very safe. You kind of didn't know what to expect. Um, there was like, there a was
1: bunch just, of burglars.
0: There was a lot of fighting, a lot of prostitution. Mm-hmm. Just there was a lot of things going on.
1: The that night. Many,
0: life. <laughs> and again, 4 p.m. That's what we're talking about. So they would go to bed early just to prevent anything from happening. They're lame. Except Brad. Brad was up all night long. He would
1: go to the brothels.
0: Yeah. And some people did go to the brothels at this time. A lot of the houses were knocked down together to make one big home. Um, So a lot of people, again, were living in one home. And I remember my tour guide talking about this. But, like, again, like, hundreds of people in one tiny building. Which sounds... New York. Yeah. (laughs) Like, laying on top of each other. Yeah. Like, oh, my. You cannot even walk around. Mm Mm-mm.
1: Well, that's why they would go out in the middle of the day.
0: Yeah, you gotta get their steps in. Yeah, um, it just sounds, you know, like a fun time. Does it? <laughs> they also would have like separate quarters for their slaves or their servants, so right. they would live. They would stay somewhere else usually. Um, but early archaeological remains reveal that there's kind of more standardized residential look. Uh-huh. Kind of, like, what we're used to now, so there wasn't, like, a lot of villas. So it just depended on the area. Mm-hmm. Um Some looked more, like, and I'm guessing that's where, like, the wealthy would be, like, in yeah. kind of their own separate area. Um, so, yeah. Again, because they found those different architecture pieces of, like, um, okay, we have a bunch of people staying here. This is where the servants stayed. And then this is where, like, the more wealthy people stayed. That kind of helped them realize that there was social inequality. Yeah. Um, But they also found recently, not super recently, but, like, later on. Yeah. They found snack bars across the city. And they believe that this was used for the poor residents who rarely had cooking facilities at home. Um, So a lot of these included, like, coarse bread, salty fish, baked cheese, lentils, and spicy wine. Spicy wine. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I want to try it. (laughs) So that was kind of where the poor could go. Um, if they needed, because it can really cook, so. Unless you were a cook. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Let's talk about the, um, the sex life there. Because there's just a whole thing about it. And trust me, I I remember going there and being like, Jesus, relax, everybody. Um, (laughs) It's just like that. (laughs) Well, it was just everywhere, everywhere. Um, this is a place known for sexual freedom and adultery all the oh, time. I don't care. Oh, no. Um, so there's, Brad's doing just fine. <laughs> Brad's living his best life. Um, <laughs> there's like explicit pictures literally everywhere. Um, they actually had to remove some of them because they were too inappropriate. Um, wow. so when they first uncovered them, they were like, all right, let's get this out of here because the public eye should not see this. Um, don't take away history, (laughs) even though it's very provocative. And I remember, like, little kids, like, looking up at pictures and just being like, what? (laughs) What's happening? So, um, (laughs) yeah, they're everywhere, though, like, in most of the houses, people had those paintings, um, to show, like, look how masculine I am. So, um, they were literally in most buildings. Yeah. There was a building called the Secret Cabinet, and women were not allowed to go in there.
1: So it's like a, a men's only club.
0: Yes. Um, it was kind of like Pornhub. <laughs> because, like, there were, <laughs> there were a bunch of, like, paintings of people having sex in different positions. Yeah. And that was pretty much all it was. So they just went in there and, like, looked at those. And they were like, yeah, super cool. So dumb. There's one painting where, like, it shows. I was watching a documentary on this. But, like, there's one painting where, like... Two people, they're having sex, and then there's, like, a servant in the background. Yeah. (laughs) Just watching them. So there wasn't a lot of privacy. Um, (laughs) They they did not care. No. (laughs) They're like, let's just be free. It's fine. Um, Again, everybody had erotic pictures if they wanted to be welcoming. It was Mm -hmm. kind of their way of being, like, welcome to my house. Like, it'd be, like, in the living room, like, in the main area. Mm -hmm. It was just normal. There's phallus drawings everywhere. (laughs) Um, So they're on, like, most buildings, Um, and a lot of them mean to, like, wish them good happiness. Yeah. So a lot of it was, like, if it was at a bakery, if there was, like, a phallus on the wall, and they're at a bakery, it means, like, your bakery's gonna succeed! The bread will rise! Like, it was their way of, it was, like, a good luck charm, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's something I also noticed, is that there's phalluses everywhere. Literally. (laughs) Everywhere. Take like
1: a teenage boy there. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, to have the time of yeah. his Yeah, there was something that they couldn't share for a while too. Um, something that they had to hide, hide, had to hide from the public, and it was a bronze lamp that had bells hanging on it. Yeah, and it has this man who's literally cutting off his phallus. What? <laughs> um, and they didn't share this for years, so now it's in a museum. But
1: huh,
0: literally, it's like hanging out. It's like super long. And you just see him, like, angrily cutting it off. And that's just, it's, like, supposed to represent, like, the struggle with, like, masculinity or something like that. Like, the power that it has. So, um, many people say that the phalluses on the wall actually point to the brothels and bathhouses. Um, but that's really not proven. Yeah. Because they have only been able to uncover one brothel. Mm-hmm. So they can't really prove that. But I did hear that from my tour guide as well. Um, but as mm-hmm. I researched it more, they aren't actually sure of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, like I said, there is one brothel there. Um, and it's basically, you walk in and it's this tiny little open, open space. Like it's small. And there's like a step. Um, there's painting of sex positions all over the wall. Fun times. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, it's hard for... Obviously. Yeah. And, like, the prostitutes just go into this tiny little hole. They get it done. And it's, like... Like, it's just crazy. Such a small area. And it, it it's wild, too, that
1: it survived mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, so, I think, like, it, that... The drawings and the obsession with, like, sex and, like, the way that they symbolize it so much. I think it had less to do with, like, the sex and, Mm -hmm. like, the pleasure and more to do with male power. Yeah. Of, like, masculinity. Mm -hmm. Because, really, that's the reasons why it was happening is so men could be, like, look how great we are. We're so powerful. We're strong men. So. I'm pretty sure if, like, the women were cheating on their husbands, it would probably be, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, again. you? Men have always been in power, and this is just one instance of that. hmm So. Uh, but that's, like, the basic culture of Pompeii, and what it was like before the eruption. So, pretty good life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For Fun <men>. times. <laughs> so go to, you wake up super early, go to bed early. <laughs> so <sounds> lame. awful. <laughs> so lame. Oh,
1: God. I would have a terrible time. Yeah, no, I can never... I'm not a morning person, I am a night owl, so that yeah. would be really hard for me. Going to bed when the sun sets, like what? That's just crazy. Yeah, but so I guess I'll get on to the eruption good old Mount Vesuvius. Woo! So, we know you went over that this happened in 79 AD. So, in my research, I was looking at that. A lot of it is very confident that it happened between August 24th and the 25th, but I found in one of the articles I was reading that it could have well been in October. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because Pliny the Younger was saying that it was in August, I believe. It's yeah. so back and forth. I'm like, I don't know. Was August even a month at this point? It was around
0: that time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> around that time of year.
1: Yeah. So it was a. It was either in late summer or early fall. So, or I guess fall, whatever. So, um, the volcano was Mount Vesuvius. It's mm-hmm. massive. It's one of the most deadly because of like what happened, and it's just it's, it's so sad. It's huge. Um. It's also. This eruption that occurred in 79 A.D. has become one of the earliest well-documented eruptions to be uh, by Pliny the Younger. Mm. I'll kind of briefly talk on him after I get through everything because he does play a very crucial role in this because his uncle was uh, trying to help save people. Oh, wow. But he died. Well, <laughs> so awesome. We love the effort, though. Love the effort, but Pliny watched it all pretty much go down, and luckily he was not anywhere close that could really hurt hurt him. That's good. Yeah. So um, the cities that were affected were Herculaneum, (laughs) Oplontis, Sabe. Here we go again. Good Lord, (laughs) and Pompeii. So I, I will. Probably focus mostly on Pompeii and Herculaneum because they have really been um, excavated, explored. Because um, the other two that I've mentioned, I couldn't really find a lot on mm-hmm. just, like, what's happened since. But on Herculaneum and Pompeii, i They're, like, the two main areas. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, Herculaneum was, like, right at the foot of the volcano, which is... Like, a bad place to put a city. Oh,
0: for sure. (laughs) Never put your city right by a mountain. You don't know if it's going to explode. Ten out of ten would not recommend that. No. So, if you know Italy, you know they are very prone to
1: earthquakes. They are constantly shaken. Yeah. They're used to it. They're all shook up. Exactly. So, when there were earthquakes leading up to a couple days before the 24th, they found that normal. They, they just did a little. Whoa! Like, oh my god, it's shaking. Wow! But or then they me? would, they would just be like, okay, let's rebuild whatever fell or what, yeah. and we'll move forward. Little did they know that these earthquakes were not just happening because of like the tectonic plates like going.
0: Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I made a little. hand Yeah, she's like moving her arms, her hands.
1: But it was because of the volcano starting to just get full. Okay, I yeah. guess I'll explain it like that as like a person eating. Yeah, was just like well, oh, I keep, you my, keep my, digesting my my tummy hurts. That's what Vesuvius. Was Too, saying. Many <laughs> Too many breadsticks. Too many breadsticks. Oh god. So, um, this city in Pompeii has become the most iconic one that we hear of. Not like. Herculaneum, like, mm-hmm. we don't hear of that, because it's one of the most standing ones yeah. that we know of. It's, like, it's the furthest from, I don't know if it's the furthest from the mountain, but it was, it didn't burn as nearly as much, so that's, and the people who are frozen in time. That's yeah, where we see. it's pretty far from the mountain. Exactly. So, I'm just doing an overview right now before I get into, like, the actual thing. Okay. Um, But, so... There's just so much history to it, as you were explaining, of just there's still paintings that you can see. There's still yeah. buildings put together. There's still you can see the
0: pretty much almost the faces of the people. Mm-hmm. They like kept them in the same positions that they were in.:
1: Exactly, because mm-hmm. that's how they were, that's how they died.
0: Yeah, and were covered
1: in the ash where Herculaneum burned at such a high temperature, they couldn't recover much. No, because there was no way that the bodies could withstand. Yeah. It. So when if a lot of their um excavation there has been mostly just bone recovery because there's just not a lot to look for in that time because it was just way too hot. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start so there's two phases during this eruption. So you have this happened within two days, the twenty fourth and twenty-fifth. I'm just gonna say those days because that's what I mostly found in my yeah. research were those two days. So the first phase is the Plinian phase. This got its name from Pliny the Younger, because he was the one who documented what was going on, uh what he saw during the first phase that really kind of was just like there's something going on with Vesuvius that we don't we don't understand. That was because, before or after? So this was before the actual eruption. Okay. Because the first phase was just a mild thing. Yeah. That they thought, oh, it was just a hit and done thing. Oh, there's nothing that's going to come of it. But then the second day, that's when, like, the real shit came mm-hmm. and destroyed everything. But Pliny, he was just staring out like this volcano isn't looking so good because they didn't know that it was going to erupt like it did because around they estimated around like every 2,000 years that Vesuvius would yeah erupt erupt I don't know if it has in the last few
0: years I don't think it has
1: but they know it's gonna happen yeah, it, it's bound to, because I guess it happened even, like, a couple thousand years before that, so it's mm-hmm. just, like, it's inevitable. Right. So, and it's really dangerous for yeah. people to be living around there, but people are going to do it, so that's your life. Do it. Yeah, you, you you know what happened, but... Exactly. So, we move forward. So, other than um, the earthquakes that were occurring to, for as, like, a warning sign to get out, like, yeah. They, I, I'm the
0: Vesuvius. Was like
1: my stomach's not feeling well. Like I'm shaking. Like <laughs> he <you talked>. guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. He spoke those words to the <laughs> town.
1: So it was about one p.m. As Pliny the younger and the elder were, because he even did some like recordings. But pretty much, it was a twenty. It was the twenty-fourth when the first wave was like setting in. That. Vesuvius, like, spat out Mm -hmm. stuff. So, I don't know the science behind this stuff, because I did not get a science degree in volcanoes. There's a lot, too. There is a lot that I had to look up, because I had no freaking idea what any of this meant. I just knew the basics of what happened at Pompeii. I did not understand the other stuff that was occurring. So, (laughs) So the first thing that happened with the earthquake was a column from Vesuvius that was building that was building up. So this was part of this was including like gases, like mm-hmm. really hot gases, and uh, pyroclast. I didn't know what that meant, so I had to look that up. And supposedly it's a fragment of rock, especially like volcanic rock, that was forming. Mm-hmm. And it was just building up inside Vesuvius to the point where it couldn't hold it anymore. So it, like, threw it up, pretty much. It was like, bleh! <laughs> you know, when you get too full, there's there's a limit. Yeah, so it's splat. It just started going all over <laughs> the area. And this caused a really big mushroom cloud to form. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you see, if you ever look at... um Mount St. Helens that eruption Mm -hmm. that happened in the 1980s yeah like that big cloud that formed that's pretty much what happened and people were like oh shit what's that yeah (laughs) because they had no idea what was going on and this uh created a whole not only created the cloud that started falling over these cities but it also formed just a rain, a raining of just ash and pumice, which is volcanic rock. So that it's just mm. kind of like the flurries that you see, like when, whenever mm-hmm. we kind of have like fires, yeah, and just you can the see rain, the rain, yeah, it's different because it's from a volcano mm-hmm. <laughs> instead, right? So the ash was just falling over pretty much every single city that was in the radius of Mount Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a 25 kilometer radius, okay. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But um, so the ash cover primarily the south side of the mountain, but the winds kept moving it around, so that's why it kept going through um, Oblanti, mm-hmm. uh Pompeii, mm-hmm. pretty much anyone. That makes
0: sense. Just, okay.
1: Yeah, it it was not. It was a shit show. It lasted about 18 hours. Oh. It kept falling. And luckily, by the time that I hit Pompeii, it wasn't really, like, as harmful to, like, the touch. To where, like, it didn't really burn as much as,
0: like, it probably did
1: I herpidinium or a flanti. So if it
0: hit you in the face, it'd be like, ow, but it wouldn't, like, give you burns.
1: I don't think so because there wasn't um, the deaths that occurred weren't because of the ash. Yeah. That wasn't harmful. It was what the ash was doing. That makes sense. Pretty much to the um, art um, architecture. Yeah. So this falling was just like a snowstorm. It was gray and it was white and it was just not fun to deal with because there was a lot of it. So The total was about 2.5 meters, so Mm. to us Americans who don't like to follow meters, it's about 8.2 feet that fell. Okay. That's a lot of ash. Yeah. Like, we don't even get two feet of snow. It's really rare that we get that here. Maybe in uh, more northern states. Right, So you said eight feet? Yeah, not oh even God. the northern states get eight feet. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a it's a lot. So about um one point three to one point four meters, so about four point three to four point six feet was uh, gray pumice. And then about one point one to one point three meters, so three point six to four point three feet was that um that fell was um uh, so the the four feet was a white and then white pumice, and then the 3.6 to 4.3 was a gray pumice. Set okay. So, it was just like a mixture Jeez. of both. Yeah, so. Yeah, but the buildings were built well. The yeah. What they built was very well, but it's like when you have eight feet of just ash and rock. Yeah. Falling on top of your building. There's no freaking way that's going to, like, hold. Mm-mm. It was about 476 pounds. That's insane. Of weight that was just being planted onto the city and onto just the roofs to where they no longer could hold. Mm-hmm. So the roof started to collapse. And, of course, people are taking shelter in their homes because they felt that was the right thing to do.
0: Which yeah. It, which it is. Especially if you're not used to it, like, when it's that intense. Exactly.
1: But, and then when the roof would fall, anybody who was on the first floor, their floors started to crumble because of the ash. Mm. So no matter what floor you're on, like you still had that fear of being, um, no, like not only like suffocated by the ash, but also just having your roof fall on top of you. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was rough. Oh, yeah. That was so scary. Oh, for sure. So, this, um, so many, I, not all of the buildings, like, fell. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of them could, especially the bigger buildings, could suffice all of this. But a lot of, like, the individual homes, they just couldn't stand. There was just no hope for them. But, so there was about uh, 20,000 people who were in Pompeii. About 18,000 left that first day. They were like, I'm not going to test this. I'm going to leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there is about, because when I looked up just like how many people, like an estimate of like how many people died, because that's just like the amount of people Mm -hmm. they found, they said it was about 2,000. Yeah. So a lot of people did get out, which is really, really good of them, but
0: still 2,000. A lot of people. Wow. Yeah. And they couldn't go anywhere nearby because they'd probably still get killed.
1: No, so they had to go out toward um, Naples. Yeah, that makes sense. There was no, there was just no way that they could stay Mm -hmm. anywhere close because they could even see from any of the towns that are nearby. Like, they're probably getting hit as hard. Like, we need to get away from this island. We need to get off. So, which is hard because if you have 18,000 people trying to do the same thing as you, like, you're probably scared, terrified, running through
0: the streets, trying to... Get away. I want to know why the 2,000 people stayed. Like when you see that many people leaving.
1: I don't know. A a lot of them could be the wealthy thinking that we, Mm -hmm. this is my livelihood. I need to stay. Makes sense. Uh, This is my home. I don't want to leave it. It's just fascinating. Exactly. And of course, we're not going to know. Because
0: even like there were like kids that were uncovered.
1: Exactly. Like, why did you think like we got to take the kids and go? But Well, it's just, like, when you're thinking of your children, their idea of parenting was different. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. Because a lot of times, like, their parenting, they Mm -hmm. didn't even, they weren't even parents. They would just pawn it off to a nanny or servant, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Or they would put them through, like, a school lane like Spartans did. (laughs) Fun times. Yeah. So, um... A lot of like the people who stayed though thought that well this is probably the end. That's probably why they say that like this is probably just a fluke thing that happened. Like I because they they didn't understand what volcanoes do necessarily. Mm-hmm. They probably saw like oh it's just a smoke. Well we'll we'll rebuild. That is what we do because they're used to doing that with earthquakes. Yeah. Volcanic eruptions are not earthquakes. No, they a little bit different. exactly. <laughs> like. You, Earthquakes can cause a lot of damage, but this is a powerful volcano that they highly underestimated. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which led into phase 2 with the uh Pelian phase. So this um I can't remember what it's named after, but I believe it was a city maybe. Okay. <sighs>
0: I have this, too. <laughs> my God. It's fine.
1: It's, it's, it's 9 t- o'clock.
0: <laughs> it's past my bedtime. It's time. getting on a Saturday night.
1: <laughs> I'm a night owl who goes to bed at 9. Mm.
0: <laughs> that's, that's called getting old.
1: <laughs> so, the next morning, the ash pretty much was starting right away. Like, it mm. was just continuous. People were like, "Whoa." this is getting, like, it's not too bad as it was, but, like, little did they know, Vesuvius was having another stomach ache. Ugh. He was just like, I, I don't know what I ate last night, but, like, It wasn't just a 24-hour bug. No, I'm ready to, like, let it rip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I can't hold it any longer. Y'all better leave.
1: Yeah, so, it was pretty early in the morning that the first pyroplastic surge hit the cities. So, The difference between of what happened Mm -hmm. was um, that, so a pyroplastic, uh, what did I call it, just um, of what happened before for, like, the column just giving that mushroom cloud was just volcanic rock just kind of in the gases, like, releasing, just kind of giving that ash. It wasn't, like, as harmful. Um, A pyroclastic flow is, like, the lava starting to come down, and that's what was happening, too, during, like, the first phase that Pliny the Younger was seeing, Mm -hmm. was just this flow of lava going out into, like, the sea, and he was like, this isn't looking good. Oh. Yeah, but this would lead into a pyroclastic surge, which is, like, the big guy. That is, like, freaking surges can blow up half of the mountain. Because of how powerful it can be. And that's what happened was that it just finally just, Vesuvius just like threw up everything that he had eaten the night before. Mm. (laughs) And it just went everywhere. Everywhere. It was really hot. It was really, really dark. It was very cloudy. It was very ashy. It was everywhere. No one stood a chance. Mm -mm. Just poor, poor people. They just had no idea what they were getting themselves into. So this was a very, very highly intense heat that was coming off from uh, Vesuvius.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, not only was it just plummeting rocks everywhere and ash, but it was just now it had like an exponential heat to it that was pretty much the death of everybody. So, immediately um, after this surge was just continuing from uh, Herculaneum, Oplonti, it just, it hit Pompeii pretty hard. But, there, it was just sudden death for the people who were the closest to the volcano. Yeah. And I have... Um, It was, uh, asphyxiation was a big one, too, that caused the death because a lot of people, especially in Pompeii, they didn't get, it was, it was really hot. But those who were, like, protecting themselves inside their shelter, they were dying from asphyxiation from Um, the smoke, from the ashes. Like, there was, and that's, and then it didn't help with, um, then that intense heat and
0: ash. It's just kind of all of it happening.
1: Exactly. And that's what froze them into place because Mm -hmm. there was this volcanic, like dense density, or just um just volcanic ash that with the heat, it just immediately stiffened and turned them into the figures that we see today. So crazy. If you like if you've never seen them, look them up. Like it's pretty impressive. Like a lot of them, you can see like their facial structures. Like some of them are so defined by the nose. It blows my mind. Like, they look, uh-huh. they look like someone sculpted them. Yeah, like, they do. And a lot
0: of them are, like, holding themselves. Like, they look terrified.
1: Like, not one of them has, like, the same pose. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, like, with their family kind of curled up. Which is yeah. so devastating to oh, see, too. Because it's just, like, you see, I think there's one where it's, like, a mother holding her child. Yeah, And that is just the most devastating. That really gets to people. I remember seeing that just, one like, yeah. I can't imagine what she was telling her child before they passed. It's yeah. Just, it's crazy. It's so, the temperatures that hit were beyond what anybody can handle. So, in Herculaneum, the temperature that hit everybody was 500 degrees Celsius. So, for us Americans. <laughs> we got to define everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was 932 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: What? I can't even handle 100 degrees. No. Oh, <laughs> I bad. thought I thought Arizona
1: was bad. Yeah. No. That's like Damn. nine times more. And then in Oblantis I didn't know that it got it's the like the most extreme heat. It was 600 degrees Celsius. So it was about. 1,112 degrees Fahrenheit that these people oh. perished in sudden death. That's h- hotter than an oven. Yes, this is, y'all, yeah. <laughs> way hotter. I know. I used to be the kid who would be like, oh, what's this? Touch, ow. Yeah, learn the hard way. I was that kid, yes. Imagine that <laughs> in freaking 900 degrees. Yeah, maybe like, It's the, not a fun way to go. At least it was quick. That's all I can give it. True, true. But it's still such a bad way to die. And the fear that they had. Oh, for sure. But, and then in Pompeii, it was significantly cooler, but still hot to where, like, you're not going to survive. It was about 250 to 300 degrees Celsius, so that's about 482 to 572
0: degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my. Yeah,
1: very, very hot. So... The people who in in Pompeii, because it was significantly cooler, they didn't necessarily die like that sudden death, especially Mm. if they were outside. For sure. They were going to die 100% quickly, but those who were either, like, in... I don't think they had basements, but you were saying that they lived down? Yeah, they were, like, underground areas. Exactly. So, any of those people who were, like, in any chamber areas or in just those areas, they are underground, mostly. Mm-hmm. They would die slower. Oh, my. Especially... They were even finding that some of them who were becoming those, like, ash statues were still alive until they really got hit, which is, like, absolutely terrifying because if it's getting you from, like, the leg up, you're not getting that full heat until it hits your head pretty Mm -hmm. much, and it's just, oh, God. It's awful. It is. But um, in Herculaneum, a lot of people, when they, after that first hit, a lot of them were trying to escape by the sea by sea. Oh. And then that's when the surge hit them. Everybody on shore was wiped out. They It was a sudden death that people oh were trying to leave by sea and that's what happened to Pliny the Elder. Okay. Was that he got hit and just bad killed. timing or like well he was trying to help save people. Yeah. But then I don't know if it was from the flow. I don't think it was the flow. I believe it was the search that happened to them. Okay. The first search, because I believe there was two. That makes sense. And it it just killed everyone who was out by sea, because he was trying to get his boat over. He was an author, but he was like a really well-known man, a real, um, a real prominent man that people respected uh-huh. in the community, in the Roman okay. community. And so he was trying to help get people away from... The volcano but he risked his life and and, and, and in return he and his life ended oh man yeah so um his his nephew plain the younger actually took a lot of it took his place because that's what a lot of elite men would do
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so that's what he ended up doing and he was only like 17 when this happened wow. when he was experiencing this like you that's there
0: crazy. he has
1: his letters that he was writing that you can read and they're just so emotional of just like everything going on and just his explanation of everything but it's like it was so long ago Mm -hmm. it's just like what this was just from his perspective it's only one person's perspective Mm -hmm. but it's still documented which is like so there has to be some sort
0: of truth to it yeah
1: definitely especially from the evidence that we see from
0: these people right It'd be a little so, hard to make up.
1: Yeah. But the this extreme heat just like did not it it just was really bad. It killed everybody. Yeah. And it just wiped out the whole area. Which is just devastating. Um But the crazy thing too is that with what we found in this 2,000 years is that, um, <laughs> is that we can still tell from these statues that if they're a man, woman, or child, like yeah. they figured it out. And their class, like yeah. the fact that they
0: can tell it's crazy. It's like they still, cause it was pretty
1: much this whole area was preserved by ash and, like, it's hard to... Because there's really nothing underneath anymore. Like, there's no part of the body because it was burned away. But, like, there's still that outer shell that we can still define of, like, what it is. There's right. so much information to it that they have found so much leading up to it. hmm And it's been amazing. And they didn't start discovering
0: it until, like, 1700s, was it?
1: Yeah. Because I think Herculaneum was... Um, one that they found, especially like the first dug up, was like the amphitheater. Yeah, and then that's when they started discovering like Pompeii and just mm-hmm. uncovering everything from there. So wild! My oh, God, yeah. it, it blows my mind how this happened, and it just kind of was left alone for two thousand years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just I don't get it, but like wow.
0: Vesuvius, your belly ache caused thousands to die. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy that I have a picture like standing in front of it. Yeah, and I'm just like,
1: "What's up?" It's like a little did you know? Like, yeah, like I'm
0: coming for you. He's
1: evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like researching Pompeii, it gets me thinking of all the volcanoes here in the U.S. Of like, yeah. What if they explode again? Because I always I love talking to my parents about the Mount St. Helens eruption. Yeah, because it was in the eighties. Oh, they we were, should do that one soon. That that would be a fun one because my parents would always explain like because I believe they were both in Colorado at the time, and just the ash that came from. Mountain yeah. Highlands in Washington yeah. to Colorado and how just, like, ashy it was and they could just see it falling and it's like, Washington is a long way away. Mm-hmm. Like, there was an additional eight feet of pumice left uh, after everything, after the surge. Yeah. Like, there was an additional eight feet. That's
0: hard to believe. That's crazy. It is.
1: It's just, like, that's a, that's a lot. That covers an entire town. Yeah. <sighs> So, no more fresh water, no more baths for Brad. Nope, Brad, rest in peace. Hmm.
0: He was definitely one that stayed. For sure. Oh, for sure. Brad He's did like, not care. He's like, we're all going to be fine. Brad stayed.
1: Brad stayed.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Brad stayed. <laughs> oh, my God. Who let us have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Ourselves. Oh, my God. Are we on to what we learned? Our advice? Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I'm i going to give mine first. Okay. Do not live by a volcano. Don't do it. I know we're pretty close to Yellowstone. No, we're not. But, like, Yellowstone will, like, kill us all. Yeah. But, like, don't live by a volcano.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine was going to be don't live by um, Mount Vesuvius, but that one oh. works too. <laughs> um if you see Ash getting deeper and deeper, get you, out. You gotta go. Go. Gotta don't go. be a brad. D- don't be a brad. That's really the lesson here. Don't be a brad. <laughs> don't be a brad. <laughs> go to bed when everyone else goes to bed. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: go take a bath with other
0: people. <laughs> go to the thermal bathhouse.
1: I think they still have those Yeah. I don't think it's a common thing here in the U.S., but no. I think they still have them in Europe.
0: They do. Yeah, go I'm excited to, the to cover European my bath Europe.
1: House. Tell me, go to it and tell me what you thought. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Go to Pompeii. Yes, I.
0: That's on my bucket list. But be careful, because it might. You might turn into ash when you go. Oh my God! Don't say it. <laughs> it's possible.
1: If it's two thousand years, then it's probably gonna happen in twenty seventy nine. So we might
0: just be dead. So that's, oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. But it is getting closer. Oh god. Whoa, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, just be careful, guys. Oh god.
1: <laughs> it is getting late. I'm tired. I've been up since 6 a.m.
0: It's getting late. It's 9:16. I know, but I've been up. Since yeah, 8 you've been up for a while. To I my took cat. a long nap. I'm gonna be up all night. Oh, dude. I'll just play some Sims. Heck yeah! Woo! <laughs> Man, exciting things, guys. New trip.
1: Yes, this this one has been a lot of fun. Just because I've been super interested in it, and I know that you've been to it. It's very. Researching it was very informative and very confusing at times. Alrighty. Well, our dogs are being a ruckus, so hopefully we get a babysitter soon.
0: <laughs> Dog sitter, hopefully. Babysitter. I don't know.
1: <laughs> thank you right. for Thank you for joining us on this week's episode
0: of Historia. <laughs> I bet you forgot the name of it for a second. No. <laughs> yeah. Episode six. Oh, Woo! Wow. That's a wrap. All right. We'll see you will We'll talk to you guys next week. Yes. (laughs) I always say we'll see you, but we probably won't see you. (laughs) Unless we know you personally. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone.